welcome to the phased talks podcast with your host fazal amin and the voice you're listening you know what you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do the whole introductory bit again you can refer to the first episode we're absolutely bragged and rented about everything now in our daily lives no matter how old you are how experienced or lazy or whatever we come across anxiety alhamdulillah in all shapes and sizes just making us doubt ourselves our thoughts and making life difficult in general you know for absolutely no reason but more specifically when you talk about academic anxiety or oh, oh, the constant burden of our responsibilities and tasks weighing in on us to push ourselves to the ideal self but boy is it tiresome i mean machines in the break every now and then right but no 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 beta you must score a 99.9% or else you have failed your existence and you're no better than dirt shut up so in this episode we look at some researches on why we're not able to study those last few chapters before an exam <laughs> procrastination <laughs> and how exactly we deal with it along with of course some personal experiences related to academic anxiety to start off guys i just got promoted to third year in my infinitely long medical journey just nine more years to go my results arrived some two weeks ago and your boy has provided again towering on all the challenges that this year handsomely provided and your boy has secured an 84.5 percentage in the annual professional assessment of a bachelor's medical degree not bragging at all because the highest was a 92 percentage so yeah in life humbles you in every way now what in the flipping hell is anxiety bro what is anxiety Now according to the Learning Strategies Center of Cornell University of New York US and I uh, anxiety is your body's way of telling you that there is something in the environment in need of your attention hence the immense academic guilt we feel when you're procrastinating it's basically a series of biochemical changes in your brain and body such as an increase in adrenaline causing your heart to beat faster and a decrease in dopamine a brain chemical that helps to block pain these changes result in a state of heightened attention to the source of the anxiety which in most usual cases is your academics and your degree and the uh, and the field you've chosen for the rest of your life high levels of anxiety cause your body to prepare to fight or what we usually do run away from the perceived threat which in this particular incidence are your books commonly called the flight or fight response having said that anxiety is not a bad thing It is true that a high level of anxiety interferes with concentration and memory which are critical when you sit down to study without any anxiety however most of us would lack the motivation to study for exams write papers or do daily homework especially in classes we find boring a moderate amount of anxiety just little bit not too much why actually helps academic performance by creating motivation and the will to actually do something so an excess of anxiety is bad and same goes for too little of it before we get into talking about the strategies and what solutions do you opt for when facing an anxiety coming over the board dripping from the mouth before exams let me tell you about a very recent realization that i just had here goes a personal story now compared to 2019 first year in med school proper fresher first year rookie energy when your boy scored also an exact 85 percentage in the annuals when feeling the emotions were high You know, big big doctor on the way. Now I just want to kill myself every day in the morning. 
in comparison you know 85 84.5 not much not much progress there now i do not know how many of you are aware about the annuals in medical schools but before these finals we have prep time for around about a month where we have to gather all the information we received throughout the year pack it up and carry it in our brains for a week to be examined on you know in the form of essay writing and in the form of essay questions, in the form of your OSCE, in the form of MCQs, etc, etc. Now, I know, you know, okay, it sounds very straightforward on paper, but it's anything but straightforward, man. You have to study on a daily basis for up to a minimum of 8 hours or so in prep time, yani, okay? 8 hours or so in order to reach the milestone, the goal of, you know, covering your entire syllabus. Now my, now, my performance when compared is exactly the same. But how I utilized my prep time in both of these years was very, very different. In the year prior, I was extremely disciplined and determined to work hard and make definite use of my time as a human being. I mean, I contacted my colleagues, you know, my friends in different colleges and asked them for exam material, you know, so I could have a better all-round awareness of my coursework, my MCQs, you know, notes teacher notes and every you, you name it because I was on it you know meanwhile during the hustle process there were constant breakdowns and I mean breakdowns bro I was glued to my study table no exercise whatsoever just work 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 and work I uninstalled all social media apps exactly I uninstalled all social media apps except whatsapp and facebook I woke up early and slept late I distanced myself from everyone. I don't know if I was determined to study or self-harm. I can't really tell. When the exams came and I appeared and after two weeks, I had secured a top three position out of a 150 students in my batch. All right. I guess well-deserved because obviously you work hard like a donkey day and night and you will be rewarded for it. Flashback to now. Boom. 2020. COVID. Coronavirus. Pandemic. Second year med school, annuals arrive again, prep time again, time to study like a donkey again, grind season baby, anxiety at its peak because I was not as disciplined with academics in the lockdown, the fresher rookie juice was gone, no more good positive energy, the usual realization that oh shit, you gotta work for the rest of your life buddy. To get that bread. Some more of a suicidal energy, you get me? Now, perhaps this time around, since having 70% of my, uh, you know, classes online, this time around, I exercised every single day. And the result was I had reduced incidence of breakdowns. I could cover much more syllabus. My, pro my productivity rate was much higher. I was gaming with the boys and wars on every other night. My mental stability was in a better shape all around. I did not hustle as hard as I did the first time around and guess what? The results were exactly the same. Astonishing to me because I worked way less and managed my time better just because of a ridiculously simple addition of exercise and I'm not talking about heavy bars to and fro, Olympian, standard Arnold Schwarzenegger burger stuff, whatever you pronounce, however you pronounce his name, man. Just casual cardio weights. Basically anything that ups your heart rate and, and ups the endorphin levels, you know, happy chemicals. Now the scientifics of this episode, according to Cornell, 
academic anxiety has four components. And depending upon which component you are experiencing, there are certain techniques to help mitigate that component and reduce the academic anxiety overall. Four components are worry, emotionality, task-generated interference, and study skills deficits. What's worry? Thoughts that prevent you from focusing on and successfully completing academic work. For example, predictions of failure, self-degrading thoughts, or thinking that no matter what you do, you will perform poorly. A negative energy, basically, about the task you're at. Now, some effective techniques for managing this component include using positive mental imagery, you know, imagining yourself that you do good on an exam. Basically, gassing yourself up, being your own hype man or hype woman. Disputing negative and self-defeating thoughts with more productive, realistic thoughts. That's all right. I will receive whatever I work for, you know. I will get the end result of my hard work, you know. There is no way around it. The only way through is through it, all right. I sound like a big, big loser right now. So yeah, a big, big nerd. Having realistic thoughts that, all right, I'll receive whatever I work for, not more, not less. Be realistic with yourself. The second component, emotionality. Biological symptoms of anxiety. These are the things your body does to alert you that, bro, wallah, it's not working out. Go to sleep or something. You know, inshallah, tomorrow. We can work later. Emotions that steer us into procrastination, mood swings, a fast heart rate, sweaty palms, knees weak, arms are ready, <laughs> muscle tension, unnecessary long power naps. The most effective strategy for dealing with emotionality is, is as I said earlier, exercise, move, stop being in one place constantly, brother. So stagnant and boring and statue-like. Use your locomotory limbs and move. The third component. Task-generated interference. These are basically behaviors, okay, actions, behaviors related to the task at hand, but which are unproductive and prevent successful performance. For example, you wasted your preps, okay, sleeping day and night, eating junk food, garbage food, living a garbage life, being a garbage person, being human basically, and exams are in a week or so. And mashallah, you start as if you got a whole year. You start reading your course books. Bro, no, now it's managing collateral damage and short books and looking at past exam materials time. You know, the time for studying on a daily, properly, on a routine-wise course, notes, then, then, then assessment questions, it's gone. So task-generated blockade. You think, okay, if I start doing something, I shall feel better. But that task is not doing anything productive for you, given your situation at hand. Other scenarios are constantly checking the clock during an exam or spending a lot of time on a test question you cannot answer. Insanity, basically. And, 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 and someone defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. The fourth component, study skills deficits. Problems with your current study methods which create anxiety. For example, last-minute cramming resulting in not knowing answers to test questions or poor note-taking during lecture. Poor note-taking during lectures resulting in confusion about a major assignment. 
many students experience the first three components of academic anxiety as a result of these shortcomings, this, this unseriousness and loss of focus during your lectures and when the material is actually being provided to you. If this is the case, then my friends, your grades will not improve unless study skills are addressed. Personally, no matter how much procrastination I involve myself in, and no matter how unserious I am, I take up projects I cannot complete, I take up a thousand things at once, you know, no matter what I do, the, the, the only thing I make sure of is that during a lecture, okay, if I'm, if I'm taking a lecture, I make sure I am 100% present mentally and physically and do my all to gather whatever points I can from that lecture. So those are the four components. And ultimately, you know how they say, you know, I read this in a book somewhere, you know, on an IG post. If your system is set up to fail you, if your system is set up to fail you in relevance to your goals, you know, I once read somewhere, if your system is set up to fail you in relevance to your goals, you know, this is about how successful or, or unsuccessful you are in life. It all boils down to the system of your atomic habits. If your habits are toxic and indecisive, there is no amount of exercise, no amount of advice and strategies and tactics that can fix your life. Until and unless you change your system, the problem is not you, but the system you adopt, the system you have set up for yourself for change. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. We do not rise to the level of our goals, we ultimately fall to the level of our systems. With that being said, we conclude this episode. This was your host Fazal Amin. Take care of yourselves and loved ones. Until the next episode, goodbye.